How's it going, everybody? In today's show, we're talking about the different forms of cannabis legalization in certain states from 2019, what's in the cards in 2020, along with the legal cannabis definitions explained. Thanks for listening. Let's well, layman's terms that because that was just a lot of words. Layman' me on, lay lay on so basically, the layman. Lay just, me on the layman. We're just gonna lay it all out right here. We have answers. Lay it out. Do you I'm mean to put to, out a blanket so we can? We're gonna lay out the. I'm gonna lay it out. You lay out the layman. All right. <laughs> With the blankets. <laughs> well, a picnic. Okay. <laughs> You've been to thehempjar.com? I have. Thehempjar.com has what? The world's most natural form CBD. That is correct. It has a bunch of products like hemp paste, which is the most natural form of hemp you can get. Using the whole plant. Using the whole plant. There's also chocolates. There's coffee. There is... Hot cocoa. Hemp cocoa, which is fantastic. I had a lot of it, and (laughs) I was feeling real good. You were relaxed when you came home. Mm Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, I use the hemp cream every day. The hemp cream is great. What do you use it for? I use it on my face and stretch marks. Mm-hmm. There's actually four different kinds of hemp cream. There's the original formula, which has a lot of frankincense and myrrh and cassia. Which is kind of spicy and cinnamon, mm-hmm. you know, just for your for your back pains. It'll. There's also the sensitive skin cream. Kids save friendly oils. That is in the sensitive skin. Put that on your face and bam. It's great for eczema. I have heard so many testimonies of mm-hmm. how it is been great for kids with eczema yeah there is what other creams oh my gosh there's anti-age oh that made me look 10 years younger Uh, no it didn't i can't say that and there is a massage which is great a massage hemp cream which is fantastic which you actually give me massages with that sometimes absolutely i'm just floating all night go to thehempjar.com and check it out there we've got all kinds of information on on their videos and everything so you can do your research and it's it's amazing it comes from the whole plant nothing's extracted nothing is taken out all three amigos, all three amigos. of the cannabinoids yes terpenes uh, and yep. flavonoids fantastic babe thehemjar.com Dior Posture Posture how do you talk about the backside? Posture? Posture. <clears throat> post. Po- post. I don't know. Posture. Posture. Po- posture pa- side. Posture. Your posture is oh. your posterior side? Posterior. <laughs> there it is. Oh. It's there somewhere in the cavities. Make a big. Are you drinking coffee? I'm drinking coffee. Why? What do you have to be tired about? I am still coming down from the holidays, I think. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Why? Was it hectic? It's like each of those Tuesday, Wednesday, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, felt like another weekend. So it was like we had four super busy weekends. Yeah, Christmas in the middle of the week really is not that great. I don't like it. I enjoyed it. 
it really? made the weeks seem so short. But then afterwards, I was like, holy shit, we just had. It just adds to the chaos. I think, for me, in my mind, it adds so much chaos. I, I kind of enjoyed it. I can't wait for <laughs> 2020. For the current year? The current year. Because it is 2020 now. I know, it's weird. It's hard to get into. It'll, it'll take a while. It's going to take a while, absolutely. But as far as a Christmas 2020, that's going to be on a Friday, because we're in a leap year now, right? 366 days. Which means, instead of Thursday this year, it's going to be on a Friday this year, along with New Year's Eve. Or New Year's, I'm sorry, New Year's. Yeah, so New Year's Eve will be a Thursday. Yes. So, which means three-day weekends for the majority of Americans. Yeah. It'll be fantastic. It'll be neat. Cheers to that. Just with my coffee. We don't have any um, tequila. That's all right. I don't need tequila. It's the wrong podcast. Oh. Speaking of 2020, there's a lot of stuff going on in 2020. A lot oh, of hopeful wait. desires. What? You didn't say it's cannab nerds. Oh. <laughs> Well, people already have guessed that I'm David and you're Rachel, yeah. which makes this... Cannabiners. Exactly. Okay, now we can move on. We're exploring the world of cannabis. In this year and how it compares to other years, right? In 2020. I want to hear some predictions. Predictions? Yeah. I want to talk about last. what happened last year. What, All right. You know, this is the new year. We are... Everybody's really excited that it's the new year, new possibilities, new mm-hmm. resolutions, new yeah. happenings. It's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Let's dip into some news. Should we uh, jump into it or dip into it? I'd say let's do dip our toes this time. We're going to dip our toes. You know, what's really interesting, talking about 2020, January 3rd. First, 2020, Illinois became the 11th state to fully legalize recreation marijuana. So that is legalized, decriminalized, and there's medicinal everything there. Mm-hmm. Earthing. Awesome. I guess that would be the final step, you know? Yeah, that's true. When Usually you, have, uh, you dip your toes by you dip your starting to- decriminalize, right? And then... Do medicinal? Yeah. And then it could be, I mean, every state's different. You know, there's a website that we'll shout out to that actually you can go to, and it has the exact specifications of what your state currently has available as far as decriminalization, medical marijuana, the different kinds of stipulations that go with that, because it's different from state to state. But going back to Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker granted an estimated 116,000 convictions involving 30 grams of marijuana or less pardoned. Wow. Which is pretty cool. What does that mean for the people in that have those felonies or misdemeanors? Are they, do they still hold that record or do they? Well, it has to go to the court and then they expunge. They seal or close the case. Okay. So they're released if they're serving any jail time or prison time at this point? Well, uh, yes, in some cases. Well, if they have bad behavior. Reading a little bit about it, it was like the misdemeanors, like it's all that kind of stuff goes away. And it depends on the behavior since they've been in prison too. I don't know if it's prison. That's a bit more... That would be more than 30 grams. 30 grams is not a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So clearing the misdemeanor offenses from individual records will make it easier for people to get jobs, housing, and financial aid for college. Oh, for sure. That's what he was saying. It's like opening up a world of possibilities for those people that may have thought that they didn't have anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pardoned. The pardons allowed the state's attorney general to ask courts to formally clear or seal the records like we were just talking about. And... What he also said was, we are ending a 50-year-long war on cannabis, Pritzker said in a statement. We are restoring rights to many tens of thousands of Illinoisans. Illinoisans? Illinoisans. (laughs) It's Saturday. I don't have to read, right? Uh, Well, we're doing a podcast. We are bringing regulation and safety to a previously unsafe and illegal market. And we are creating a new industry that puts equity... At its very core. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so much money has been made in these states, including our own. Whoop, whoop, Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Colorado, um, in comparison, we'll go back to Illinois because that's very fascinating. It's kind of fun. Uh, But for Colorado, uh, the total marijuana sales in the state have grown from around 683.5 million in 2014 which seems like a high number yeah and that's in the recreational market first year in the first year to 1.28 billion in the first months of 2018 wow so, so skyrocket what about 2019 uh 2019 um it was when i was reading and doing research uh it was expected to exceed billion in 2019. That is awesome. So it's going to be around that number. But can I just... 1.5 billion. Can I just bring up the fact that there have been people that didn't want to utilize the money that was made from the taxes Mm -hmm. of the recreational for certain things, which I just think is bonkers. We have this money Mm -hmm. here, the taxes. It has been... $245 million worth of taxes. It's so equitable. I mean absolutely for our state and i just think these people who don't want to use that money i don't know i'm i'm not aware of that i've just heard people talking in you know different political conversations i've had with people is just some people don't want them to use that money for what for the roads or whatever i mean different they like object to it and they just go into some senator's pocket exactly that's the thing that we need i wonder if the federal if the federal legalization came through if that would change whether certain states would want to use that money i don't know 2020 will be a huge year because a lot of states are voting Mm -hmm. and that's on the ballot obviously the nation we're voting and uh if the Democratic Party takes over, that means a huge thing for cannabis. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to differentiate between Democrats and Republicans, but uh, the left side usually goes more toward mm-hmm. left side, right? Yeah. Correct? Correct. <laughs> right side, left, right. Left side, right? Right. Right. Left side. Correct. Right side. No. Anyway, uh, going back to what we're we talking about, Illinois. Yeah. Illinoisians. <laughs> Are they noisy? Well, I don't know. You have, Rachel doesn't do social media, which is unfortunate in some instances. Like, have you seen any of the videos of people lining up outside the dispensaries? It was incredible. 
No, like I haven't. 100, 200, 300 people lining up in dispensaries. There's 40 dispensaries. In Illinois. In Illinois that opened up. And it was just lines out the door. January 1st, Illinois saw 3 million, 3.1 million in recreational marijuana sales. Oh. That's the first day. Dang. See, that makes the... So, and more interestingly, 77,000 individual transactions across 40 dispensaries were in the state. So, 77,000 individual purchases. And one of the first transactions was from Governor Juliana Stratton buying some gummies. Oh, really? Yeah. They were uh, clementine flavored. How... But aren't you not supposed to use... If you're in a government position? A, A lieutenant governor? LT governor? That's a good question. And it's, again, state to state, so... And maybe... He's just there, <laughs> Juliana. Oh, they. <laughs> Juliana. Maybe she's buying them for a friend. Yeah. So that was great. That was like the first step of 2020 in cannabis. All right. That was a big success. I'm Three point sure one awesome, million dollars. An awesome New Year's Day for a lot of Illinoisans. Illinoisians. I mean, well, we'll have to talk about later because I don't know too much about it now. But the tax is ridiculous. If it's uh above a certain percentage of THC, you get taxed more. Hmm. And it is like uh, astronomical prices. It's kind of like you see here in Colorado. Well, like, so if you bought an average strain of marijuana at a recreational place, are you saying all of that would be super high taxed? Or if it's like the strain that is, you know, above 25%. Yeah, it's like if it's above 25%, you're going to get taxed way more than if it's below 25%. Hmm. Oh, that, that might not be the number, though. But yeah. It was quite fascinating. Yeah. Of what? January 2019. Where were we? We were in a nation that had 10 states fully legalized of marijuana, recreational marijuana and medical. So 10 states fully legalized it. 33 states had uh, medical marijuana legalized, right? 11 states decriminalized marijuana and 11 states were still riding the cannabis prohibition train, so to speak. Okay. So let's fast forward. 12 months to January 2020. Where are we now, you say? Where are we now? Well, I'm about to tell you. January (laughs) 2020. Actually, that's where we're in right now. 11 states fully legalized marijuana. Thanks to Illinois. Yep. And, And that's including District of Columbia. 47 states have some form of legalized cannabis. Medical, recreational, or decriminalized. So... 47 states kind of have that in play. So as opposed to the 44 before? There was no 44 before. Yeah, because if you add the 33 states have the legal medical marijuana and the 11 states decriminalize, I don't know. So we'll get into it. It's different from state to state. But you said 47 states have some form of legalized cannabis, which lumps in together the medical, recreational, or decriminalized, and the stats before were separated. Hmm, interesting. I wonder how we do the math. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because in that stat 47, what was it last year that had some form? Right. Well, that's why it'd be great to go to this website and find out exactly. Because it's decriminalization means something in one state, but not necessarily in a different state. Okay. What? It's decriminalized to a certain degree. So. All right. So tell me more about where we are in the years. What's interesting is. 
three states are holding on to this prohibition thing, which is South Dakota, Nebraska, and Idaho. So only three as opposed to... They are saying, we don't want any form of cannabis. Mm -hmm. Nothing. No recreational, no medical decriminalization. Yeah. CBD still kind of iffy. All out. All out. But here's the thing. You said last year there was 11 states that were still in the cannabis prohibition. So that's awesome. That's a huge... It's jump. Yeah. We're jumping. Which, you know, we could get rid of those last three by next... There was baby steps like, you know, 2012 was the, uh, you know, 2014. Then baby steps coming away. But now we're just kind of, um, we're like riding this roller coaster now. These states that are holding on to the prohibition, it seems like the more they're seeing, oh, actually, this could be beneficial. I, Those other three might step back from their view hopefully yeah and it's uh, you know you can't just lump one state into they're all oh no i'm i'm just meaning the government in that state or whoever is keeping it that way yeah there's so many different factors of course and those are smaller populations bureaucracy is crazy and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. it's there's a lot of stuff to take into account uh but going back 33 states have legal medical marijuana currently and also currently 26 states have decriminalized mmj interesting statistics two-thirds of americans support legalizing recreational marijuana according to gallup's poll in 2019 late 2019 it's great and another thing to keep in mind is nine out of ten americans are in favor of medical marijuana That just means the stigma is dropping. I think that people are starting to open their eyes and realize, oh, this isn't the devil's weed or the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. There could be some benefits there. So other states on track for legalization in 2020. Well, New Jersey is interesting because on December 16th, like a month ago, not even a month ago, the state Senate and Assembly voted 24 to 16 and again, 49 to 24 in favor of putting a constitutional amendment on the November ballot to legalize marijuana. So that is, uh, that's what, two thirds. So that's statistics show, you know, with Colorado and Washington. Was Mm -hmm. Was it Washington? Oregon. Oregon. Washington and Oregon are both. Oh my! Well, no, the first states too. Oh, I. I always get Washington and Oregon because they're both so beautiful. They're both in the same region, and they look the same geographically. Uh, Yeah. So Arizona, this is another interesting one. In 2016, Arizona was one of nine states that had cannabis on the ballot, and it was the only state where the initiative failed by two percent. Wow, that's not. No. Of a difference. So a recent poll indicated 54% of residents supported legalization opposed to 33% and maybe second time's a charm. Yeah. We'll see. Nebraska is interesting because that, remember, that was one of the ones that were like, that was like, they were the one of the three states that had nothing. The, put their foot down. They put their no foot way, down. No way, no how. Right. So it could be the 34th state to okay medical marijuana in November. Okay. So, so already we've got hope of seeing that number. Yeah. <laughs> a survey uh, described in the Lincoln Journal Star showed that a whopping 77% of likely Nebraska voters were in favor of allowing physicians to, to prescribe medical marijuana. That's a big step. 
other states like Kansas, Virginia, Texas, they're all moving baby steps forward awesome. as well. So it's going to be a huge year. And I, that, though it's state by state, which is what we can do right now, mm-hmm. uh, federally, TBD. That's why you got to keep uh, listening to those nerds, cannabinerds, <laughs> who will keep you up to date. Yes. In one way or another. And whether we fudge things up or not. <laughs> Yes, and uh, we'll put a link to a great website, an interactive map, state by state, in the show notes. And then you can just click on your state and it'll show you all the current legalized, what's decriminalized, what's medical, what is recreational, what are the stipulations for the decriminalization, all that kind of stuff. Like That's how many super plans. helpful. Yeah, exactly. So I remember when we were going through the legalization process, for me, I kept asking i just didn't you didn't hear as much and so you were just like wait is it legal is it not i mean when when are we actually allowed to or it's super confusing Mm -hmm. even just trying to get basic statistics like i was doing we were kind of one like even in like a couple minutes ago we were like wait that those numbers don't add up Mm -hmm. because it's different from state to state and the rules vary so that's a great resource to have in your belt so and as long as you know the rules within your state and don't travel out of state with stuff, then you're all right. Yeah, definitely don't do the interstate. Indeed. Okay, so what are the different legalizations? Like you hear recreational and medicinal and decriminalizing, but what are the what constitutes that legalization? Like what what does recreational mean? I mean, I kind of have an idea, but. Yeah, exactly. I had the same thought. I had that question uh, when kind of going over these stats. Well, once if something's legal, then what does decriminalization mean? That's what I, I think that was the one that I had a question on. They're totally different, which is interesting. It's like a circ- or a, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square situation. Okay. As far as the decriminalization and... Legalization. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of big words I'm trying to get right here. Legalizations. So, recreational marijuana legalization. It basically means marijuana legalization means you can't be arrested, ticketed, or convicted for using marijuana if you follow the state laws at an age, place, and amount for consumption. So, like, don't smoke a bunch of pot and drive kind of a thing. That, that would be one of the state's. Right, we're going to have to do, there's an interesting article I was reading about how THC doesn't necessarily impair, it it, will go into that. Another time. Yes, and I'm not going to condone getting stoned and driving at all. Um, However, you can still get arrested for selling or trafficking marijuana if you aren't following state laws on licensure and taxation. Okay, that makes sense. What's licensure mean? Probably getting the correct licenses to yes, enable to you to sell that makes sense. or distribute. <laughs> Says you in the distribution industry. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, here Which we go. you do have all the licenses. Just Yeah, for example, <laughs> black market marijuana is still sold in Colorado despite legalization and is still illegal. Sums it all up for me. Mm-hmm. Medical marijuana legalization. The emphasis on the syllables right there. Mm-hmm. Emphasis. You're doing a fantastic job. So, uh, qualifying patients with terminal or de- 
debilitating medical complications who in the judgment of their health care professionals may benefit from the medical use of cannabis shall not be arrested prosecuted or subject to other criminal sanctions or civil consequences under state law based solely on the medical use of cannabis notwithstanding any other provisional law okay so let's layman's terms that because that was just a lot of words layman me on Lay, lay on so basically, the layman. Lay just, me on the layman. It just means that if a doctor says you've got a condition mm-hmm. that would be benefited by the use of cannabis, mm-hmm. then you won't be arrested or prosecuted as long as you're following the laws within that which, I mean, that same law applies. You can't be carrying around your medical marijuana here mm-hmm. and just smoking it wherever you want just because you have a medical, you know, you just follow the laws that they so, have in place for that so then if you have a, and you're in a medical state mm-hmm. it's not fully legalized but medically legalized it is mm-hmm. legal uh where would you get your medicine at a medicinal but shop. where do they get the medicine i mean exactly. some of them grow it i mean i know one of the places i go they grow all of their own it's organic and they have like their yeah yeah So, often in the legalization of medical marijuana, certain agriculture exceptions for pot growing are included in the law. This is important because if it was still illegal to grow marijuana or supply in a store with it, then a sick patient would have difficulty obtaining the drug. Yeah. Obviously. Which isn't that what... Question about, yeah. Isn't that what Kit was kind of even talking about in Texas as far as, you know, it is medicinally legalized and there's only a small percentage of people, but they have a hard time finding it. Exactly. We got to figure it out. So, uh, you know, going through this, uh, you know, I always say government takes a long time in doing anything. Mm -hmm. And I am always saying like, wait, why don't you just flip the switch? Yeah. Just, it's easy. The decisions were made, just do it. <laughs> exactly. But going into this, you're like, mm, not so simple. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of caveats. Mm-hmm. Caveat. So, marijuana decriminalization. So, decriminalization means that a state repealed or amended its laws to make certain acts criminal, but no longer subject to prosecution. So in the marijuana context, this means individuals caught with small amounts of marijuana for personal consumption won't be prosecuted and won't uh, subsequently receive a criminal record or a jail sentence. So in many states, possession of small amounts of marijuana is treated like a minor traffic violation. Oh, (laughs) look at you. You didn't even read this. I didn't even read that part. Man, you're smart. Uh, states that have decriminalized marijuana include Alaska, California, New York, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oregon, and much of the Northeast. But even in states that have decriminalized the herb, passing, or I'm sorry, possessing larger quantities or selling marijuana have significant potential penalties. Therefore, you still need to be aware of the criminal laws in your state. Yep. So it's that's where it gets hairy. And I think it really kind of depends on the police officer, too, or how you respond if you're being a jerk. They might be like, hmm. Yeah. I personally think some police officer would be like, uh. Right. It just really depends on a lot of different things. There's so many. Better to be safe than sorry. Exactly. Don't just hold your breath for a... Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying anything. It's police officers just... They do a great job. They do, but there's... 
definitely ones that aren't as kind. And just humans in general. There's amazing human beings and there's a few human beings that you personally just don't see eye to eye with. Correct. (laughs) Federal versus state laws. This is where it gets... I've always had a question, like, does federal trump the state in certain situations? So we're just going to lay it all out right here. We have answers. Lay it out. Do you want me to put out a blanket so we can... We're going to lay out the... I'm going to lay it out. You lay out the layman. All right. (laughs) With the blankets? (laughs) Well, a picnic. Okay. I was thinking of a picnic layout. Okay. I'm down. All right. Get some wine. So when federal law and state law conflict, the federal law trumps bam stamped that's what it is all right so federal law doesn't permit marijuana sale and usage because it's illegal under the controlled substance act and that's just with marijuana yeah but i just don't understand i mean there are shops that are around and they're not getting busted so what i just don't understand it's is it like if they have a problem with you they have the ability to shut you down we'll find out in states where marijuana has been legalized for recreational purposes, such as Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, the state law conflicts with federal law, obviously. Yes. So if Colorado and Washington, okay, that was Washington, not it was Oregon. Washington. I think I so was you were right. Yep, okay. you were right. I'm not that dumb. All right. So in Colorado and Washington, if Colorado and Washington managed to keep their marijuana retail businesses completely in state, it may be legal. Okay. I don't know why it says it may be legal right there, because it is. Yeah, what is with all this gray area the terminology? Ugh. Okay, yeah. so, so that means, what does that mean? Yeah. That means the marijuana must be grown, sold, used, and taxed all within the state without using any federal land or means of commerce. So this prevents the retail marijuana businesses from using banks, which are federally regulated, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, like you're mm-hmm, just asking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it also prevents marijuana businesses from deducting business expenses on their federal income taxes. Okay. I didn't even like, think about that. Yeah. So it's all like cash in hand or... Um, Lots Bitcoin. of taxes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the conflict between state and federal marijuana laws is likely to continue and ultimately require resolution, possibly, and a decision by the Supreme Court. I like your excitement just then. Because it brings up 2020 is going to be a big year, I think. Oh, for sure. And not just with uh, MMJ or cannabis, but just in general. Do you have any uh, expectations for 2020? Or I shouldn't ask if you. What are your expectations for 2020? Just in general. It doesn't have to be about cannabis. I just want to... It's going to be a year, big year because I'm going to make it a big year, you know? Ooh. And I want to keep How? my mind open and learn new things. Ooh. I want to... I just want to make it a meaningful year. I could just sit there and wait for something meaningful to happen this year, but I want to be proactive and... Also, okay. in that, I mean, a big thing for us is I just, I want to keep learning. Keeping on learning. Yeah. So, what about the decade? What are you expecting for the decade? Oh, boy. That's anyway, a big one. That's that's like a question for you, the futuristic one. I'm like... I do want to get that studio done. Yeah. Uh, studio in the attic. Mm-hmm. So, currently, we're recording in the bedroom. Yep. And I think it's kind of great. It's cozy. It's nice. We have uh, a naughty pine in our cabin in the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... 
there is a little bit of an echo, so I do want to go in the attic and um, build a studio up there. So. Also, it'll be better for interviews, because <laughs> right yes. now we have to have our interviewees sit on our bed. Hey, you know, it's great. I mean, they don't hate it, but... It's more comfortable than your chair. Oh, yeah. You got a folding church ta- church chair. Oof. We'll get nice <laughs> chairs when we're up there, too. Maybe that's our goal for 2020. Yeah. Nice chairs. But no, there's that. Uh, there's a lot of good things that are going to happen in this the decade. year and in this decade. Yeah. And we will it's keep exciting. you up to date on them. Yeah. And if you want to keep more up to date, you can follow me at David Woji on Twitter. You can type in a question, hit send. I'll respond. I'm always on there. Uh, you can follow Cannabiners Pod on all social media platforms. Cannabinerspodcast.com is a great place to go to find out what's going on. You can write a question there if you want to. So there's a lot of different places you can go. Yeah, and if you feel like it, let us know what you're expecting of this year, whether it's within your state as far as yeah. marijuana and cannabis goes, or whether it's just in general. Like it's, I think it's uplifting and it's awesome to speak out those things. Yeah, or even if you have a problem with something that's going on in your state, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we can bring some light to it. You know, we know a lot what's going on in Colorado, but... We don't know too many different things about different states other than just doing research on it, which I love to do. But, but from hearing it from living exactly that would be awesome. Heck yeah. Shout out to us. <laughs> and we'll shout out to you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah,